Sir, baby, we got a big schedule ahead. You are now in tune to the top 50 rap albums of 2022. And yes, all 50 of these did make the original um, top 100 list, by the way. So a lot of the albums that you saw in the top 100 ain't going to be here. And I made an error last week that I would like to correct. First of all, Duke Deuce is no longer top, uh, no longer number 100. So imagine the list that I said yesterday without him on it. And Rome Streets was a person that I forgot to put into the list, right? So I want to apologize to Rome Streets. Um, Rome Streets is number 26 on the top 100 albums of the year. And I will come back to it once I bring him up on the top 50 rap albums list in which he made, spoiler alert. But before we get to that, right? Give y'all some quick ass news and shit real quick, real quick, real quick. Uh, The Miami Heat are looking to move Kyle Lowry. Um, There are plenty of teams that I feel could use him. Um, I mean, the Los Angeles Lakers being one. Phoenix Suns would be dope to bring him off the bench. Um, I mean... Oklahoma City Thunder. I can see that. But other than that, okay. Um, Trey Young and Nate McMillan got into it last Friday about a shoot-around issue. He decided to not attend a game because, you know, he was having treatment for an injury. And McMillan said, you know, if you're going to play, you're coming off the bench. And Trey Young just decided to say, fuck it. I'm just going to sit out this game, period, and not show up. That's crazy. Dallas Mavericks are interested in Derrick Rose. 
I mean, again, like, you want another old ass washed up guard? Sorry, Derek. But you know what I'm trying to get at here. When you have young, hungry Jaden Hardy that they finally bought up from the G League, I get, I got to saw him play. I, I got to see him play, and he scored ten points in four minutes. You don't need any more guards. You need more big men. By the way, um, I hate Adam Silver. I hate him. I completely despise him. And I hope he gets fired one day for ruining the NBA. Now, he is, I'm pretty, I mean, I guess he's beginning this shit this season. So, allegedly, teams are going to get regular season awards for having the bre- the best record. What did the late, great Kobe Bryant say? The job's not done. Why are you giving these niggas participation trophies for the best record? Like, why? You know what I'm saying? Why? That's what I want to know. Just fucking why. You feel me? It is so fucking stupid. I don't know why that song came on, but whatever. We're going to get back to it. But I can't stand Adam Silver. He is softening the league. Because I didn't like the uh, conference uh, championship MVP edition. Oh man, I was conference champion MVP, but did you win the championship? No. Okay. That's what I don't like about this soft ass NBA. It took defense out of it. Now you're giving participation trophies now. I hate him. Tom Thibodeau benches Derrick Rose and Cam Reddish. And the Knicks are are trying to trade Cam Reddish, Emmanuel Quickly, and Evan Fournier. Now, in order for the Knicks to get better, you need a legit number one option. And I don't know if there are many disgruntled number one options out there. There are plenty of regular players that are being looked at in trade talks. You can bring uh, Kyrie uh, across the street, but that's going to be a tall task. I mean, the Miami Heat, I mean, I look might look to blow that bitch up because um, they're not looking so hot. And maybe the New York Knicks should chase Jimmy Butler. Bring a black forces nigga in to go with Another Black Forces nigga and Julius Randle. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, Reddish, I feel like he should start. He's a starter in this league, and he can help plenty of teams that need him. Emmanuel Quickly's a young, a young cat with a promising future. Evan Fournier can still shoot. But what the league is doing to Cam Reddish. I don't like that. 
I don't like that one bit. I don't think that's fair. And Derrick Rose is a formidable six man. I don't know what happened. How Tibbs going to bitch his own mans? So you going to do the Kimball Walker treatment again? Like, what the fuck is wrong with the Knicks organization? Like, do they even give a fuck anymore? Or do they know something that we don't? Colin Sexton is also viewed as a trade candidate. Wow. For real? Real talk? Colin Sexton, I feel like, has not gotten the opportunity. I thought in Utah, you know, with this tank job that they're trying to do for Victor Wimbenyama, you would think that having a Colin Sexton would help. Like, this dude is capable of averaging 25 points per game, and he's not getting an opportunity. He's not even starting for the Jazz. He starts on some nights, but not a permanent starter, though. Doesn't make sense. I'd love to have Colin Sexton on my Pistons next to Kay Cunningham and Jade Ivey. I'd love to have a guy like that on my team. I'd love for the Pelicans to have him on my other team. But I don't have enough time to um, talk about where he should possibly go. Make sure that that's everything before we start this list. And that is it. Was going to talk about the Draymond Green thing, but I'll save that for another show. Because that deserves its own segment. It's not enough time in the world right now, so... Anyway, let's get to the top 50 rap albums of 2022. We got some other shit coming soon. We got Friday or Thursday night into Friday. We got the SZA album review. Yes, she's getting her own album review. That's going to be exciting. Then we got also New Music Fridays. Other people coming out, like um, The Inmates. We got Mount Westmore also dropping. So it's going to be a fun Friday. And the albums that we don't even know about that are also dropping on that day. So let's get into it. Then um, we got the Top 25 R&B albums coming. And then we got the year-end show, which I just started writing. And it's chuck full of moments. That's going to be two hours easily. Let's get to this 50. But number 50, Snoop Dogg and DJ Drama, I Still Got It. And man, don't he? (laughs) Shit. Uncle Snoop, this dude, this year, I'm going to say it. This man went undefeated with projects to me. I know a lot of people... uh, may not agree with what I'm saying, but they don't understand because they didn't try. But I still got it. It's just proof that Snoop Dogg has been going nuts all fucking year with these albums. Like him and D- DJ Drama also. 
has been putting out multiple dope-ass mixtapes. This may not be a classic mixtape to me, but this project has still got replay value. Like, I'm from 21st Street. I'll holla back with Dave Easton Corrupt, Lit with Das. Like, the price went up. Lime and Squeeze. Like, Girls Love Snoop around here. Dollar Signs. Like, this project is pretty complete. Number 49, uh, Baby Tate, Manny Petty. Now, Manny Petty speaks to her versatility and just her musical ability. Obviously, it's in her blood with her being the daughter of Dion Ferris. But, man, like, this project was insane. I mean, Baby Tate is a hell of a talent. Just basically all around. I mean, this album was very versatile. I mean, from Perfect to Karma, man, Karma was... I didn't even talk about karma on the last show. Like, karma is like another case of sis. Who hurt you? Like, seriously. Um, Slut Him Out Again was dope. Um, For Lifers. Yes, Queen, I do. Honest, I mean. Baby Tate definitely bought it. Now, let's move on to number 48. Number 48, Sayari, the Kid, The Shadow and the Shade 1. Now, The Shadow and the Shade 1 was incredible. Like, this R&B artist switched his whole entire style up and gave us a lyrical masterpiece with this project. I mean, with boasting features such as Jada Kiss, Benny the Butcher, Trouble, Lloyd Banks, Ransom, Sci High the Prince, T.I., uh, Big Crit, Raekwon, and it's just got so many dope-ass records on the Shadow and the Shade 1. Number 47, Roddy Rich Feed the Streets 3. Man, listen, bro. Feed the Streets 3 had a lot of bangers on here, and he had to realize, he had to make everybody realize, right, that he wasn't, um, he wasn't, he is going to be able to survive the sophomore slump. You know, records like Twin, Blue Cheese, Heavier, King Size, Number One Freak, Pressure. Roddy Rich serves that he has a lot more to offer with future music. Number 46, Denzel Curry, Melt My Eyes, See the Future. I mean, although to me, it was kind of disappointing. The album is still good with such offerings as Walkin', um, Melt Session Number One, Troubles featuring T Pain, 
X-Wing, Sanjuro, definitely a fire project. Number 45, Michi Darko, Gothic Luxury. Man, Michi Darko, I knew he was going to be a star when I seen him in Flatbush Zombies. I mean, I like Zombie Juice. He's dope. Eric the Architect, he's all right. He can rap, but he's not the star of the group. He's just a guy that's hella nice. Then, I mean, you can't forget Kill Us All, which was the single on God with Freddie Gibbs, the Momo with Black Thought and Lost Souls with Buster Rhymes and Denzel Curry and Black Magic, the closer. Like, Michi Darko, Gothic Luxury is definitely worthy of a listen for sure. Number 44, The Game, Drillmatic, Heart versus Mind. Now, this album was a dope album. Don't get me wrong. But however, it had arguably one of the top 10 worst diss songs in rap history on this album. That gives Wanna Know a fucking run for its money. They shouldn't call it the Black Slim Shady. They should call it the Wax Slim Shady. Because that's all game really is on that song. But however, there were some great moments on Dramatic, despite that one error. Like Easy, Burning Checks. Change the Game was probably another bad idea. That's why, you know, and then it had 31 tracks, but two tracks were removed. One, because he couldn't afford the verse from Youngboy. The second one, because Black, Black Sam wanted it removed. But I did like Stupid. I did like uh, Money Cash Clothes, Talk To Me Nice, Fortunate, No Man Falls, Home Invasion. I mean, Dramatic wasn't a bad project, though. It just had too many songs, and a handful of it could have been removed. Number 43, Lloyd Banks, The Course of the Inevitable 2. Now, it's not better than the uh, original Course of the Inevitable, but it still packs a punch. It's still lyrical Banks, still Banks at his best. No boasting features from Conway, Benny, Jada, Tony Yeo, Vado, and Dave East. I mean, my tracks on here was Impact, No Reward, Menace, Living Proof, Value of a Check, Fell in Love, Don't Switch. I think it was Dead Roses in Traffic. Of course, of the Inevitable 2. Definitely enjoyed that. Number 42, Young Blue Tantra. Tantra was the biggest surprise of 2022 to me because it has so many bangers on here. And this is what I pretty much expected out of Roddy Rich uh, Live Life Fast project uh, last year. I mean, you got What Type of Games, One of Those Nights, Fucker Face, Loving Away, Freak Freak, Life Worth Living, Soul Child. I mean, this is a pretty fun and entertaining project. 
if I do say so myself. Number 41, Dreamville and DJ Drama presents D-Day against the Grills mixtape. I mean, D-Day showed the wide range of cha- talent that J. Cole has on Dreamville. And I mean, in 2022, Dreamville boasted multiple releases from Boss, Kaz, Ari Lennox, Earth Gang, Jid, and Loot. So, this tape just shows the stranglehold that the Dreamville roster has on the game right now. You know, it has Stick, Ghetto God's Freestyle, Freedom of Speech, Going Coming Down, Blackberry Sap, Barry from Simpson, and Heaven's EP. Like, this was fire. Number 40, Sci Hi to Prince, E Got the EP. This four pack of records shows that Sci Hi to Prince deserves a bigger look and a, a, another shot at commercial success. Hopefully, a label that's looking for a hungry artist like Sci Hi would give, pick him up. But I have a feeling that he is trying to be independent. Number 39, Boss, Bump Pick Me Up EP. Now, Bump Pick Me Up EP was pretty solid. That was another great four-pack of albums. And, um, I mean, we got the Jackie, of course. We got the joint with Ari. And the joint with Gallimaticus. I guess that's how you pronounce that. Don't know how to pronounce that at all. I was kind of disappointed that Boss didn't drop a full-length project. Um, Number 38, Buddy Super Ghetto. I mean, Super Ghetto was a really good project. I definitely enjoyed it, even though it's not Buddy's best work. I mean, it's kind of hard beating an album like Harlan and Alondra. I mean, you had Hoochie Mama, Ghetto 24 with Tinashe, Way Too Long with Blast, Black 2, which was just as good as the original song. You know, Happy Hour with T-Pain, Coolest Things with Ari. Um, Super Ghetto, great little 10-pack of music. Number 37, Conway the Machine and Big Ghost LTD, What Has Been Blessed Cannot Be Cursed. Now, this is one of the four projects that Conway the Machine released this this year. And this has been his year, you know, as far as production is concerned. I mean, him and Big Ghost. I mean, I love Your Bitch Chose Me, Bodie Brodus, Why You Ain't Move On Me, Scared to Death, Big Drum. I mean, I definitely enjoyed those songs on What Has Been Blessed Cannot Be Cursed. Number 36, sticking to that Griselda. Number 36, Black Soprano Family, Long Live DJ Shea. Now, 
bigger BSF is all I really have to say about this project. But, man, this was a pretty dope, well-rounded project, especially Tom's is Rough. The Benny the Butcher solo joint, Mr. Pyrex, man. I mean, Black Soprano family has come a long way. You know, Ricky Hyde and Heem and El Camino, those guys have gotten so much better over the years. Number 35. This is a debut album, I guess. Or is it? Because it's a mixtape, though. It's not a debut album. It's a mixtape. It's another, yet another DJ drama-based mixtape. I believe that's a, a drama mixtape. Yep. Yeah, DJ drama was everywhere this year. All over the rap scene, like it's 07, 08. Number 35, Simba Results Take Time. Now, the West Coast product, he proved that he was hungry. I mean, you got Never End Up Broke Part 2, Can't Win For Nothing, Trust Issues, Sacrifices, On God, GOAT. GOAT definitely pop out, Better Days. I mean, this is a pretty good album from Simba. Great debut. You know, but it's a debut to my ears. Let's just say that. Number 34. Sayari the Kid. The Shadow and the Shade 2. This is the second offering from Sayari the Kid. And it turns out to be way better than the first one, which is insanity. Because the first project I spoke so highly of. And now you get... A project that's even better. Where this nigga is in his rap bag. And I mean, autobiography, true facts, and yard sale. Super tough three-track transition. In the pride before the fall. Racket, Rico. Fucking uh, rules of engagement. Like... This dude went crazy in 2022. Definitely is considering, was considering most improved rapper status for him. Number 33, Big Crit, Digital Roses, Don't Die. Man. Crit brought it once again. I mean, this dude has has not missed in my opinion, as an MC. Meaning, Digital Roses Don't Die is not an exception. I mean, so cool, roll clean, come off the play, wet lashes and shot glasses, it's over now, like... Big Crit really kept the foot on the gas. Number 32, Bun B and Corey Momo Trill. I do understand that this has a whole lot of features on it, but it doesn't take away the quality of the album. 
I mean, this album boasts appearances from Jazzy Faye, Lil Kiki, Slim Thug, David Banner, Toby Dingway, Talib Kweli, 2 Chainz, CeeLo, Wale, Big Crit, Raheem Devon, Trey the Truth, Devin the Dude, Benny the Butcher, Zero, Larry June. Yeah, man, this is fully loaded. And the crazy part is this only got 11 tracks, so it's good for the low attention span. Dope album from Bun B and Corey Moe. Number 31. Crooked Eye and Joel Ortiz, The Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse. I mean, rough. Crooked and Joel definitely aired out their grievances on this project. didn't seem like they were being malicious. I guess they were telling their version of their truth. I mean, Vacancy was incredible. Backstage was dope. Brothers Keeper 2. Coasting. Look, Mama, I made it. Fire. Hot fucking fire, I tell you. Number 30, Yo Gotti CM10 Free Game Side A. Now, Side A contained multiple bangers. And Yo Gotti came out of nowhere with this fire-ass album in 2022. I mean, Yo Gotti's discography is definitely worthy of a skimming. I mean, you have Cold Gangsta, Bad Behavior, Ya Bid. Rap check, dollar for dollar. I'm going to show you. Shoot off part four. Yeah, man. Side A was fire. Number 29. One of my favorite releases of 2022. Yeah, nigga. Don't spin up all your motherfucking re-up money, man. But number 29. Tory Lane, Sorry for What? Definitely one of my favorite albums of 2022 like Tory Lanez was in his bag I mean the the the, the first three tracks start off man sorry for what slash LB belt bad bitches work at taboo where to start I mean, Hennessy Memories was fired. Not tricking Black Keys. Why you don't see Iggy Del Dia? This ain't working. Like this whole album slapped from start to finish. This is right up there with New Toronto Three. Number twenty-eight. Smino Love for Rent. Smino's a special artist. He's different. He don't sound like nobody else that's out there. And that's a good quality to have because, you know, he's a good combination of soul and rap. Definitely from the Andre 3000 family tree. Not as skilled as Andre, but definitely as soulful. I mean, you have 90 Proof, No L's, Pro Freak, Old Ass Kendrick, Euphoria, Blue Billy. My personal favorite, Pudgy with Lil Uzi Vert. Uzi just bodied that shit. Now, I don't even like Lil Uzi. I don't like that sassy nigga like that. 
Um, number 27, Dave East. How did I get here? I mean, East came out with two fire-ass projects this year. This one being the first one released early in the year in March. I mean, him and Meth teaming up for Unbelievable was cool. Crash Out with Trader Troop is my favorite. Don't Let Me Down with Biddy the Butcher. After Taxes, A Thousand Miles. I mean... This is dope. Definitely enjoyed this project from East. Number 26, Cameron and 8-Track, You Wasn't There. Now, Cameron has been putting out music for the last two, three years. And this one was insane. Like, this is my city. I was just, my jaw dropped when I heard him spitting. And then Ghetto Prophets with The Machine. Got Dipset Acrylics with Mr. Vegas, which is my favorite. Well, which is my second favorite. You got Think Boy, which is my favorite with Jim and Styles. Dipshits with Duels. And then Dame Dash all over it. Pretty complete project from Killer Cam and 8-Track, the producer. Number 25. Bodie James and Real Batman Killing Nothing. I mean, what more can I say? This is Bodie James... In his bag. I think every track on here was certified dope. Like, Bodie was rapping his ass off this entire album. Number 24. Fife Dog Forever. I mean, Fife Dog, let me tell you something, man. This... Whoever put this album together deserves their flowers because this displayed Fife Dog at his best. I mean, boasting appearances from Rhapsody, Buster Rhymes, Redman, Q-Tip, Dwelly, Angela Winbush, Illa J, Redman, Little Brother, De La Soul. Like, this al- album was insane. Like from Wild wow Factor to Dear Dilla to Nutshell Part 2, Sorry, Only a Coward, French Kiss Trois, To Live Forever. Pretty cool tribute album to Fife. Number 23, Logic Vinyl Days. Logic lyrically was in his bag on this project. It may not have been better than Young Sinatra 4. But Vinyl Days, you know, him teaming up with uh, Funkmaster Flex, you know, to hype him on or whatever. I mean, tracks like Black White Boy, In My Lifetime with Action Bronson, uh, Bleed It, Rogue One. Porter One with RZA, 10 Years with Royce. I guess I love it with the game, Final Days with DJ Premier, Carnival with AZ. Like, this album is real, true representation of hip-hop. So, shout out to Logic. Number 22, Black Star, No Fear of Time. Man, their first album since 99. Wow. It's good to see them team up. Good to see Most Def rapping throughout the project. 
I mean, the joint with Black Thought was stupid. OG, so be it. Sweetheart, sweetheart, sweetheart. Supreme Alchemy, like, no fear of time. No fear, hip-hop is here. Number 21, Snoop Dogg, Back on Death Row. Man, this is a classic album. I mean, Back on Death Row is insane, man. Snoop Dogg ran up the numbers this year. He ran it up this year. I mean, from still smoking with the the Drake sample on there. You got coming back with October London and Nefertiti Avani conflicted with Nas. The Hit Boy tracks on here were crazy. Jersey in the Raptors outside the box with Nate. It's in the air with Uncle Murda. Oh my God. This album is incredible. Incredible. Number 20. Jeezy and DJ Drama Snowfall. As I said on the last show, and I'm going to say it, I said it during the review, and I'm going to say it again. Mixtape Jeezy is undefeated. Every time Jeezy drops a tape, it's fire. And him and Drama, they're definitely undefeated on here. I mean, you got colors. I ain't going to hold you. Put the minks on like Snowfall. Got bruh. You got King's Crown. Got Scarface, man. Grammy, Big Snow. Incredible move on to number 19. I didn't forget it this time, you bitch. Number 19, Rome Streets Kiss the Ring. Now, I'm going to give like a, a, a complete breakdown here. You know, I'll be posting this on my TikTok for show for show about this Rome Streets Kiss the Ring album. Like, this dude is incredible at rapping. I mean, Big Stepper was out of control. Like, most of these songs on here, this was really like late 90s, early 2000s hip-hop to me. I mean, you got Soldier Boy with Conway the Machine. Big Stepper was my favorite. Tyson Beckford, Destiny's Child. Blow for Blow with Benny the Butcher and Stove God Cooks. My God, how many songs do these things got together for crying out loud? Thousand Ecstasies, Armed and Dangerous with Armani Caesar is so dope. Cry Champagne, the sample on there was so ill. Non-factor with West Side Gun. Long story short, serving with Bodie James was fire. Fashion Rebel was, oh my God. Man, Kiss the Ring by Rome Streets. Definitely one of the better projects released this year. Number 18, 
his label mate, Armani Caesar, the list too. List two, so many bangers, so much time, definitely worth the wait. Being from Paula Dean to Diane and the $100 hiccup to Survival of the Littest, Meth and Mary, El Puro, Psych. This album was completely complete. <laughs> you need number 17. One of the big, another big surprise this year as Jim Jones and Mano drop a very mature New York project called The Lobby Room. Like these two guys really did their thing. I mean, with records like Slide, you know, Bobby B, Brain with Benny, Babysitter with Young Blue, Die Young with Styles. Never Take Me Alive with Dave East. This is a pretty cool album, man. Number 16. This is one of the better EPs and five packs of the year. DJ Premier Hip Hop 50 Volume 1. Man, you got a Joey Badass solo song, a Nas solo song, a track with Remy and Rhapsody, a track with Slick Rick and Lil Wayne. What more can you ask Premier to do? Serious. Number 15. Conway the Machine's Greetings Earthlings. Bruh. Conway took every beat and slaughtered it like the jail freestyle, the freestyle to family ties, the seeing green joint was crazy. Them putting John Wooflick and Piano Love on here. Then True Bethel with two chains. Crazy. Crazy, I tell you. Greetings, Earthlings. Insane. Number 14. Earth Game. Ghetto Gods. Ghetto Gods is fucking fire, man. Definitely enjoyed it. That, that's another one that surprised me. I mean, Earth Gang is good, but they showed that they were really fucking good. I mean, you got Philly with Future, Amen with Music, with, uh, Soul Child, Water Boys with Gin and Cole, Black Pearls with Baby Tate was crazy, Power with CeeLo, Smoke Some, Strong Friends. Like, this shit here was out of control. Number 13. A slept on project for a day from a bird's eye view. Today is my shit. Corday is definitely an overlooked artist in today's uh, hierarchy of MCs. I mean, you had Super where he went off. You had Today with Gunna, Sinister with Lil Wayne. I definitely regret leaving that out of the top 100. That was sick. Champagne glasses were pretty good. Terrible remix and shit. Fire. Fire with Marshall. Gifted with Roddy Rich. Fire. Yeah, from a bird's eye view, I think it was better than The Lost Boy, in my opinion. 
Number 12. Dave Easton, DJ Drama, The Book of David. The Book of David has some joints on here. Man, Dave East never fails. And now you got a drama tape, and you got producers, Buddha and Grands. Incredible. I mean, my shit was disrespectful. But the little Kim sample joint. I mean, Heavy was crazy. Eyes could see, seen a lot, trouble. Eastern drama definitely delivered. Number 11, Tana Talk 4 by Benny the Butcher. Benny the Butcher had so many great songs on here from Johnny P's Caddy with Cole, Back Two Times with Stove God, Ten More Commandments with Puff, Tyson vs. Ali with Conway, Guerrero with Wes. Like, Tana Talk 4 is a very special album in Benny the Butcher's discography. Number 10, Joey Badass 2000. I mean, Joey Badass hadn't released an album since All American Badass. And this is a sequel to his 1999 mixtape. And this is... Very worthy, I tell you. The Baddest with Puff, Where I Belong, bad, Brand New 9-11 with Wes, Eulogy, Zip Codes, One of Us, Welcome Back, Show Me is one of my favorite songs on here, Head High, just a very incredible album by Joey. He's just showing that acting has not slowed down his rapping abilities. Number nine, West Side Gun. Hitler Wears Hermes 10. Now, 10 is a very incredible album. I think that's a classic, in my personal opinion. I mean, this is the dopest. This is going to be hard to beat for mixtape of the year. Because I cannot believe that this is a mixtape. This nigga should have really made this an album. Like, you got Science Class with Ghost Ray, Busta Rhymes. Shootouts and Soho with ASAP and Stove God. We switched on everything. Like, Mac Don't Stop was dope as fuck. Like, this whole album slapped from start to fucking finish. Number number eight. Pusha T, it's almost dry. Man, Pusha T put together the hodgepodge of albums. You got an album. Produced by Kanye and Pharrell. Me from Brambleton to let the smokers shine the coops. This is my one of my theme songs. Didn't care for neck and wrist like that. That's probably the only weak song on here. The rest of it is hot fire. Just so you remember, epic. Diet Coke. Oh, man. Another one. Call my bluff. Like, hear me clearly. 
I pray for you with no malice. I mean, this is a, this was almost a classic album to me. Number seven, Nas, King's Disease 3. I mean, what do you expect from Nas? Seriously. I mean, Nas is already one or two of the greatest rappers of all time. I mean, you got legit, fun, recession proof, once a man, twice a child, get light, first time, till my last breath is just pure current New York. King's Disease 3 is a very special album and a great end or possible end to the trilogy. Will Nas and Hit Boy do King's Disease 4? Stay tuned. Number 6, Lupe Fiasco, Drill Music and Zion. Yo, this album is fucking dope. Like Lupe Fiasco, this was a great 10 pack from Bonbonum to Gotti to Autobotto, like to Mrs. Mural, the, the third sequel to Mural. This shit was incredible, man. Highly slept on. I suggest you check it out. Number five, Yo Gotti CM10 Free Game Side B. This is a very mature project from Yo Gotti. Like, this is a, the mature side of, of things. I mean, from thinking hours distracting Calabasas, palm trees in Memphis, just like the Hamptons, forever falling with Shenzia, crypto, free game, drop with the baby, recession proof, man, this shit is insane. Definitely worthy of album of the year consideration. Number four, Conway the Machine, God don't make mistakes. And Machine did not make many mistakes on here. I mean, you got Lot Low with Beans, Tear Gas with Weezy and Ross, Piano Love, Guilty, John Wu Flick. And then, of course, Chanel Pearls. Gotta love it. Number three, Jid, the Forever Story. Man, this was a big surprise. I mean, I know Jid is good and all, but the Forever Story came with banger after banger, hit after hit. You got Dance Now, Crack Sandwich, Can't Pumpy, 20. Cody Blue 31, brother and them, sister and them, can't make you change, stars, just in time. Like this whole album is super dope. Number two, Freddie Gibbs, Soul Sold Separately. 
Gangsta Gibbs. Did the damn thing. It's like every song on here is just incredible from start to finish. I mean, it couldn't be done. Top 50 rap albums of 2022, and I'm going. 